previously on Kenya's Blueprint. And the defeat of a corrupt regime of President Moi. Each minister was under pressure to show how the new government would not only govern, but also deliver results. Heads were definitely bound to begin rolling. Stones were definitely to be turned. But this infuriated small-scale farmers. You're hearing them agitated in the background. Thought that the government would prepare a rescue plan and prevent the company from going under. Subscribe to this and other shows on acute.co.ke. You can also find us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and other online podcast platforms. This is episode four. We're nearing the conclusion of this project. I hope you're enjoying the story so far. Follow us on any streaming platform that you're listening to us from on how you're finding the episodes done already. You can also tell us things that we haven't covered or done to make this and other of our productions better. What are we covering in episode 4, if you may ask? Based on the title of this episode, we are looking at some of the new players who came into the industry and few examples on how they carried out their businesses. How they conducted their businesses is reference to how KCC did its business. A few points made below might fall under CSR works, Branding or marketing, no matter which category the acts fall into, it targeted at keeping the cooperative not only afloat, but also enable its growth further. For instance, among a few of the key things that I came across while researching is the emphasis and efforts to make these new entities appealing, customer-friendly household names. Here are a few examples. One is reference from www.solidaridadnetwork.org under the article Building a Sustainable Dairy Sector in Kenya. A cooperative society, Mudiro Dairy Farmers Cooperative Society, located in Taraka Nithi County, provides a win-win situation for both the farmer and the cooperative. In order to reach a wide geographical area, the cooperative has established 25 milk collection and bulking centers and contracted milk transporters on motorbikes, popularly known as porters, to navigate through rural roads to reach more farmers. So the farmers win. The cooperative also wins. In a few, I will be talking about how other entities capitalized and used this to make their brands better. Let me take you back to episode two. Remember the time frame between 1993 to 1995 where the price of milk rose from 6 to 14 Kenyan shillings as a result of competition in the milk market. This led to high farm gate prices. If you can remember, the farmers suffered as a result of this, where they were unable to respond to higher prices due to problems accessing inputs and other support services. I'm just wondering why the cooperative is not insulating the farmer. I mean, Mudero Dairy Farmers Cooperative Society is providing a win-win situation here. I will make one more reference to episode 2 regarding this. It got to a time where the company could not pay the farmers and suppliers of goods and services. Hence, some farmers stopped supplying milk to KCC and shifted their deliveries to new private companies and cooperatives. The perfect way to address this is by a question. How does the provision of services by a cooperative society influence the performance of that dairy cooperative. 
Now back to the elephant in the room. As wars keep going on in KCC's backyard, the private companies were slowly spreading their wings in the lucrative milk industry. At some point, Molo was voted as the most preferred milk in Kenya over the long-term incumbent KCC. How did Molo do it? Aggressive marketing campaign and making it affordable to the consumer. Notable brands like Tuzo, Ilara, Molo, Brookside, Fresher, they all became a familiar look and competing space on the shop shelves. Tuzo went on even to sponsor Gomahia back in 2011 in a two-year partnership. A sponsorship package worth 38 million Kenyan shillings. With such acts, their brand got bigger. The many players in the milk industry wore a smile ear to ear for the farmers. These companies provided a destination for selling their milk and also increased the buying price of the milk from the farmers. Let me share a couple of stats with you. Molo Milk is Kenya's most preferred milk brand ahead of Brookside and new KCC products. A consumer study carried out in December 2012 shows that Molo Milk, manufactured by Buzeki Dairy, commands 18% of the processed milk market, followed by Brookside Dairy's Tuzo and Ilara brands with 15% each. Three Brookside Dairy brands, Tuzo, Ilara and Brookside enjoy a combined market share of 42% according to the Consumer Insights Survey. State-owned New KCC is placed at position 5 with a 10% market share ahead of Gedongori Dairy's fresher brand which controls 9% of Kenya's fresh milk market. Brookside's strategy to acquire Spinit and its Tuzo brand in 2010 has paid off as it has now become its flagship product alongside Ilara, the Roiro-based milk processor. Associated with the Kenyatta family is Kenya's largest milk processor with a processing capacity of 750,000 liters per day. Brookside, founded in 1993, has operations in Kenya, Uganda, and Tanzania and exports to commercial countries, Southern Africa, and the Middle East. These facts are based from an article in ictville.com. The milk industry remains pivotal in Kenya's economy and it has steadily grown over the years. Kenya records an estimated 4.5 million dairy cows and one of the biggest milk producers in Africa with a record of 40 to 50% of the total 5% that Africa produces in global numbers. It is the third largest behind Ethiopia and Sudan producing 5.2 billion liters annually. 1.8 million small dairy farmers created 1.2 million jobs directly and indirectly contributing 4% to total national GDP. According to an article published by Food Business Africa, a few factors were pivotal in creating the best opportunities for the dairy industry to thrive beyond the imagination of keen observers from just a few years back. This was one, a steady rise in demand for processed and packaged milk products in the country. Two, changes in consumer preferences for conveniently packaged and flavorful milk products. Three, rising urbanization and incomes. Four, the emergence of innovatively formulated and packaged dairy products. And five, changes in the retail industry where mall owners and big retailers are investing to make shopping fun the sustained demand is also projected to grow as a result of increased demand for quality and self-made products by consumers 
regional integration and cross-border trade, diversification in consumption, yogurt and cheese, uptake by industrial consumers in baking and confectionery fast food or cafe sectors. Kenya's private sector has been slowly monitoring KCC's blunders and building their processing capabilities to serve Kenya's appetite for the milk products. This episode is done, but the lingering question is whether KCC did enough. For the next episode, which happens to be the season's finale, I'm going to be looking at the progress of KCC through different eyes. Guests weighing in on what they made of KCCs and other angles in the dairy sector. I'm looking forward to engaging the guests and knowing what they think. Be sure to tune in. Next, on Kenya's Blueprint. So we push it, now we move it away from the national government. Now We already count. have. I don't know what it's still doing at the <laughs> national government. <laughs> we devolved. Do you people realize that we are eight years into a new constitution? So with the liberalization and entry of new players, mm. KCC cannot continue dominating, can, can, could not con continue dominating the market as a monopoly. Mm. So when I do not take, when I abandon, when I abdicate my responsibility of selecting the leadership of my cooperative, do I blame the person who's taken control or am I liable myself? Production done by Kevin Ocheng and narration by Timothy Katimu. The references from the University of Nairobi repository research paper, Revitalization of Kenya Cooperative Creameries, The Politics of Policy Reforms in the Dairy Sector in Kenya by Rosemary Ateno and Karuti Kanyiga an acute media production.